0: 702. The political desk. Well, we're joined now by the former president of uh, Botswana. This is after a forensic report commissioned by businesswoman Bridget uh says uh, that uh, he, Ian Kama, has been cleared, as well as Bridget Mutzipe of any wrongdoing. This, of course, follows those allegations uh, that approximately $10 billion was laundered from the Bank of Botswana via international accounts and distributed to banks in South Africa. Hadebe was uh, 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 Mutsi perada was investigated for fraud corruption uh, political manipulation money laundering and an alleged plot to overthrow or at least to undermine uh, the Masisi led government that took over from Ian Kham. Uh the former president joins us now on the line a very good morning to you and welcome to 702 breakfast <laughs> Good morning. Thank you very much. Thank you, for, you Thank you for your time. This report uh, supposedly exonerates uh, Bridget Mutzipe. It supposedly exonerates you, but critics will point out, of course, uh, that you've uh, brought in The Big Guns, uh, an international law firm led uh, by Sheree uh, uh, Blair. You've brought out uh, your friends, uh, that really what you should do is take your chances in a court of law.
1: You know, um, I would just like to point out that... Um, Sherry Blair and I, we refer to as my friends, um, we don't really know each other. I've only met her once, um, and that was right at the beginning of this whole um, uh, scenario. so I don't think it would be accurate to, to to put it in that in that context and when you talk about having it come out in the courts of law, you can't just go to a court of law unless you've been charged, and they haven't charged us, but we are taking them to court. So, I think when we take them to court to sue them and also to charge them with perjury, that will also be an opportunity for the truth to come out for those who wanted to come before the court.
0: This is a case of politics, I suppose, gone wrong. Uh, just before we get into the merits of uh, what this report is about, but from a personal and maybe even political point of view, what's gone wrong between you and your successor?
1: What has gone wrong, unfortunately, is something we see. We have seen over the years in a number of countries that when people assume power, they then become, some will respond as they should, uh, you know, trying to ensure that they are in government to improve the livelihoods of their people. Others see it as a personal um, right. Uh, in the presidency, and it's all about self-interest, it's all about power. Uh, they become power-hungry, they become intolerant, and they just think it's about them. And this is exactly what we have seen in Botswana. I worked with this man uh, for a couple of years. He was my appointed vice president, then knowing you become president. But the change in him from the one day to the next is just incredible and unbelievable. Um, And you would have asked me, why didn't I see it? Well, I didn't. But we have it today. And the proof is what we heard yesterday, where they use uh, law enforcement agencies um, to settle political scores. And we've seen this. In many countries.
0: They will argue, of course, that your process was simply the first out of the gate. The Botswana government, we know, has hired AfriForum's private prosecutor, Kheri Nal, uh, to pursue a case against this. And there's, they might say, you're preempting the process. At some point, there will be formal charges. No,
1: we can't sit and wait. You know, these, uh, this affidavit came out just before the elections, which was another reason why they did it in that manner which was uh, around September, October last year, and where are we now? We're in August this year. We're heading towards almost a year. So should we just sit and wait for this thing to be out there in the public domain, people not knowing whether we are thieves or, or, or not thieves? So it comes to a point where we have to say, look, we need to stand up for ourselves. We need to clear our name. So this report was commissioned. Um, in order, in the message, sorry, the investigation was commissioned, which would lead to a report coming out to specifically go in and see if uh, these allegations were true. Because I know what I've done in my life. I know what I haven't done. And the one thing I haven't done is stolen any money from the central bank of this country. So when they come out and accuse us of something like this, we're obviously going to fight back. Botswana,
0: under successive governments, was hailed as a beacon of democracy and stability in this region. What does it say to you about uh, the strength of uh, the institutions in your country that this can happen because you say it's at the behest of the individual who's in charge? Surely, what you left behind should have been more robust than that.
1: You're quite right, and I'm very pleased you mentioned that point. I thought as many people in this country thought, that the foundation that we had set for our democratic principles was so deep, that we, which we built on, it could not be shaken. But let me give you another good example where you see it going wrong after many years of entrenched democracy, and that's the United States of America under Donald Trump. Just look how one man came in and changed the whole political landscape The whole democratic landscape, the whole landscape to do with what it means to be a person and how people's lives matter, black, white, whatever. Look how that man has totally, um, you know, undermined what has been there for many, many years. So it it comes to, unfortunately, it comes down to an individual, whoever that person is, as leader. And we see here in Botswana, as you correctly say, we've had successive years of, of, of successive leaders in the country where that hurts to what we want as a democracy. And if I can say it, we were a shining light uh, on, this, on this continent. That has now been totally undermined and destroyed.
0: Talking of being a shining light, I'm going to ask you to wear another hat now. We're seeing the crisis in Zimbabwe deepen in terms of attacks on activists and the opposition politicians and that country really uh, disintegrating and becoming uh, unstable once again. And yet again, we're seeing silence from regional leaders. We're not seeing uh, strong words or strong actions from Sadek and perhaps even the African Union more broadly. You've spoken out against this type of thing before. What's your view now?
1: You know, there's this kind of thing when I was in office that really frustrated me, where when leaders break the rules, there is silence. But look at Mali now; they just had a coup. You can call it that, a coup. that have overthrown a leader yeah. who was growing in unpopularity day by day. I'm not justifying the coup. I'm just pointing out that people wanted a change. So he was removed, and you saw the regional body, ECOWAS come down hard on them. You saw the AU come down hard on them, uh, and others in the international community come down hard on them because they overthrew a leader. they then a leader themselves behave badly and do what we have, see, we have seen, what Mugabe was doing in Zimbabwe, In silence. As long as they're in office, is this kind of solidarity or old boy club where it's sort of like, no, it's sort of okay, we shouldn't, you know, step in and, and, and rock the boats too much because maybe they are thinking, I don't know, I assume, in my opinion, sometimes they're thinking that well, if they go down the same path one day, if they want to wield the big stick against their opponents, they don't want other countries to be coming in and saying to them, no, 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 this is wrong for you to do Yeah. That. So what, what should right? what should President Ramaphosa do
0: on this? I mean, he sent envoys. They don't seem to have done much. They only spoke to ZANU-PF and came back, uh, some would say, tails uh, between their legs. What should he do?
1: You know, um, from what I hear happens, with those envoys, was that the intention was to meet Munangagwa and then go on to meet the opposition, Nelson Samisa, the NDC. And when they got there, Munangagwa made it clear, in uncertain terms, that he would view this as interference. Because as far as they're concerned, that situation that the envoys were sent to address doesn't exist in the country. And there's no reason or purpose for them to be there. And I remember when I was sitting in some of those SADC meetings, Mugabe showed annoyance, irritation. Whenever SADC tried to step in to try and help resolve the situation in the country, he viewed it as uh, interference because Zimbabwe is a sovereign state like other SADC countries are sovereign states, and each one should go and look after itself. And they shouldn't be coming in and trying to interfere in 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 his country. So I think a similar message was given to these envoys. From what I hear, I wasn't there, but from what I hear is what was said to them, and that's why they were pretty much told they cannot continue with the purpose of uh, that they had been sent there to do. So really, at the end of the day, you then um, I can't tell President Mama Bosa what to do. All I can say to was that, if it was me, I would be trying to rally SADIC, other countries in the region to say, the time has now come that we must take a stand against this thing. The SADIC protocols don't allow this. We, South we, Botswana, we are democracy. And what we want, the good we want for our people, must extend to every people, all people all over the world. We are part of this global village. So we can't just turn a blind eye because it's across the border. Because it also affects you. Just look how many Zimbabweans are in your country as a result of this. That creates problems for South Africa. Zimbabwe could have one of the biggest economies, uh, you know, potential in this region. But it doesn't. And that also denies us the opportunity to grow our economy.
0: We'll have to leave it there. The former president of Botswana on the line.